One of the things that I hear all the time from advisors is, I know I need better systems, but I don't have time to stop and create them. And I'm like, then you're on a hamster wheel and this is gonna be a vicious cycle and you're gonna burn out. Hi, my name is Kara Myers and welcome to the Travel Business Lounge. Each week I chat with women who have built incredible businesses in the travel and tourism industry. You'll hear their inspirational stories of success. We went from 2,000 a month to about 70, 72,000 a month um, in that span of, of nine years. And struggle. I wish that I could tell you that I pivoted really quickly and like jumped back on my feet and I, I did it. And what they learned along the way. Give yourself the grace of knowing that it's not gonna happen overnight and you're gonna make a ton of mistakes. And as long as you learn from them and move forward, that's okay. So grab a coffee, hit subscribe, and get ready to learn and feel inspired. Hello, hello, my name is Kara and welcome back to episode 35 of the Travel Business Lounge, the place where we celebrate and learn from female entrepreneurs in the travel industry. Do you ever find yourself writing the same emails over and over again, or spend ages searching through files and folders on your laptop for documents that you use all the time, or just worry that you're going to struggle to provide quality customer service as your booking numbers continue to increase? Kareen Johnson, founder of the Travel Biz Boss, is an experienced travel agent who specializes in helping entrepreneurs organize and automate their travel businesses. When it comes to business, I'm generally a very organized person. I get a lot of joy out of creating streamlined systems. As someone who has a full-time job and also runs this podcast and does web design and branding work for travel businesses on the side, it's really essential that I automate and optimize wherever possible. However, recently I've fallen off the bandwagon a bit. I haven't really been following the processes that I originally introduced into my business. And frankly, I've just gotten a bit lazy about creating new systems as this podcast and my design work continues to grow. However, after speaking to Kareen, I literally spent about three hours reorganizing all of my folders, creating new email templates and setting up new automations. And it felt so good afterwards. It's been about a week since I did all that and already the amount of work that I've been able to accomplish compared to a typical week in the last few months is just night and day. And that is all because I'm making the most of my time by automating repeated tasks that don't need to be manually done. In addition to being able to do more work in a shorter amount of time, I've also been able to fully relax when I'm not working because I've actually managed to complete that ridiculously long to-do list so can take time off without feeling a sense of guilt or feeling distracted because I've got all these unfinished projects bouncing around in my head. And that's really the beauty of optimization and automation. And Corrine does a brilliant job of talking through the exact steps she has taken in her business to work smarter, not harder. In addition to talking us through those processes, she also shares the tools that she uses in her business, some of which I'd already heard of and was using myself, and some were brand new to me, so I'm excited to implement them over the coming weeks. This is a wonderful episode for anyone who wants to continue growing their business but worries that they either can't handle the increased demand and or can't afford to hire additional help, 
or they're concerned that if they do continue to take on that demand, they're going to jeopardize the quality of the customer experience. However, it's also a great episode if you're just starting out, because as Corrine says, the best time to implement these sort of systems is in the beginning, when you do actually have a bit of extra time. And therefore, when your business does start to grow, you can actually handle that growth. Like I said, it took me three hours the other day to sort through the mess that had been building up because I was ignoring my systems over the last few months, but I cannot even begin to imagine how long it would have taken me if I didn't have any systems to begin with. So it's super, super essential, whether you're at the early stage of your business or you're at a growth stage of your business, to think about how you can optimize your processes. And there really is no better person to talk on that subject than Kareen Johnson. So without further ado, I have the absolute pleasure to introduce Kareen Johnson of Travel Biz Boss. Hello, Kareen. Welcome to the Travel Business Lounge. So happy to have you here today. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. I'm really looking forward to talking with you because you've created not one, but at least two incredible businesses. You've got your start creating a really successful travel agency. And in recent years, you've started to also move into educating, helping other travel agents. And I I mean, I love your website. What does it say? Optimize, automate, and dominate. It's so powerful. (laughs) Organize, automate dominate, but absolutely that one works too. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So I'm so excited to hear how you've built your travel agency and how you're helping other travel agents today. So let's just, you know, dive into your background, how you got into travel and go from there. Sure. Uh, I was an optician for many years and I went to work for like the car lot of glasses stores and it made me so miserable just sucked the joy out of it for me so i started looking for something else and i had always been interested in travel and way back in um 2007 uh we looked for jobs on craigslist and so i answered a random ad on craigslist and that's how it all started i ended up working for another agency it was it didn't end great uh i didn't know anything. And then when I did know something, I realized I was being pretty badly exploited. And one of the other advisors that worked with me there, she and I left and we started our own agency in 2011. And we just hit it really hard right from the beginning. So we focused at the other agency, mostly on cruises. This one, we're a little bit more open, but I still focus quite a bit on cruises. Incredible. And so how involved are you in the travel agency versus travel biz boss today? Do you split your time fairly evenly or? Mm, I would say I do more on the travel agency side because I'm still doing full time. I'm actually trying to pull back and spread. I'm trying to get really focused on what I will and won't plan and send everything out to the team that I don't want. And luckily we have some people that are shining in different areas So that I'm getting better at it. Um, I'm trying to cut back to a million in sales, but that still takes up a lot of time. Um, But I do give a fair amount of time to travel biz boss as well. So it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine, which is why having efficient 
systems is is so important. And I'm exactly. I can't wait to talk to you about the systems that you use and what you recommend because I'm a geek when it comes to systems as well. I love to be hyper organized and it just even if it's a lot of work at the start, it makes such a difference in in the long run. Exactly. One of the things that I hear all the time from advisors is I know I need better systems, but I don't have time to stop and create them. And I'm like, then you're on a hamster wheel and this is going to be a vicious cycle and you're going to burn out. Absolutely. And is that, did you, when you first started Journey's Travel Company, did you approach it with systems that were established or is this something that's developed over your, your time with the company? Oh, it's developed over time. Um, my first thing that I started doing was email templates because I just was writing the same things over and over. And I always wanted to send my clients, like I have email templates for every cruise line, the one that goes out after they make their deposit and one that goes out after they make their final payment and has links to the terms and conditions. And now of course, COVID requirements. And here's where you look at beverage packages and you need to book your shore excursion so they don't sell out. All that kind of stuff is pretty detailed. I didn't want to keep typing it. So I started out by just saving these templates in my email drafts. Um, and I'm also a huge tech geek. So I was always trying every new piece of technology, anything that came out. I'm like, I'll, I'll be your beta tester. And so over time, I refined and I'm still refining and I still have to like I have to show some restraint when new things come out right now. I'm doing everything I can not to look at notion, but it keeps <laughs> popping up. And I keep wanting to look at it, but I need to stay focused where I am. And the thing is for me, I don't want to be pictured as one of those people. I know I have boss in my name, but like girl boss is the new trend. I, I do not encourage people to place their sense of self self-worth on how much they produce. I am trying to help people have this business and have a life without such a struggle. I'm not looking for that toxic level of productivity. And I try to tell people all the time, I know I do a lot, but I don't have children and all of my systems are so streamlined. That's what allows me to do so much and still be happy and have a life. I am not encouraging people that they need to do more, more, more. I just want them to do everything they need to do in a smart and streamlined way so that there's time for something else in your life. I love that. And that's such a good philosophy because I think sometimes when people talk about working more efficiently, there's this idea that that means you should then work more and more and more. <laughs> you should, I mean, obviously it's great to produce a lot. You want to, you know, you have goals that you set. That's absolutely uh, fantastic. But you also want to work in a way that allows for time outside of work where you can actually relax and enjoy and not be thinking about this long to-do list that you haven't completed yet. Exactly. And also when you're first starting out, I think a lot of people think, oh, I don't need them because I'm not very busy. But if you want to build your income, you need more time to focus on sales and marketing and all that stuff. So you still need these systems in order to have enough time. And then if you really are like, I'm going to make a million bajillion dollars, then you can use these systems to also make more time for more selling. But the idea for me is to have, like, I heard recently someone say, your job should be your side hustle and your life is your real job. And I really loved that sentiment because yes, I love what I do. That makes things a lot easier, both sides, selling travel and helping other travel advisors. But I need to have a life too. 
And uh, that's what I hope for everyone, that you can accomplish the things you want to accomplish, but then also live a full and rich life. Absolutely. And I think for such a long time, the the motto was very much like you need to you you need to love what you do work wise. And I still think that that should be a goal. Absolutely. And I, you know, I love what I do. But, you know, there is now a bit of a mentality shift of it doesn't need to be your whole focus. It can't, I love that side hustle philosophy, uh, because I completely agree with it. You should have your life, your personal life should take up more of your time than your work necessarily. I agree. So let's hear for, for, let's say we have travel agents listening who are just starting out and maybe they have that attitude of, I don't have that much work coming in. So I don't really need to establish these systems at this point in time. You said, you know, not necessarily the case. What are some of the first systems that they should start introducing into their business? Yeah, I think people who are newer and in that mindset I want you to know you're missing the prime opportunity to set yourself up for success immediately. So another another project that I work on, so I I do co-host a weekly podcast that's Travel Industry News, but then I also partner with Whitney Schindler, who does Masters Masters in Travel podcast, excuse me. She and I have partnered on a Masters in Travel Academy marketplace, which is a place where people can newer advisors can get coursework to get themselves properly set up to run their business. And one of the things that we really encourage is not to focus on marketing until you have your client experience nailed. Now that's going to evolve over time, of course, as you learn more, but hustling for new business constantly is not the way to build a strong and sustainable business. The way to build a strong and sustainable business is to deliver an excellent booking experience so that your clients tell everyone they know about you. Getting a referral or repeat business is way easier to close. It takes much less back and forth. And as long as you keep that client experience consistent, that is just going to build itself. I don't, I rarely get an inquiry from a brand new client off the street. It's all repeat and referral, and it has been for years. I don't need to market at all. We do have a journeys Instagram because for legitimacy. So if one of my team has a client who wants to make sure that we're a legit business, they can see it. So you should be focusing when you first start out on your client experience. So you can write email templates in terms of your onboarding process for your, you know, your booking has been deposited and is confirmed, your booking is paid in full, whatever those are, you can write them or you can buy them. I sell them, other people sell them. If you want that quick head start, or if you just feel intimidated about not knowing what you don't know, you can just purchase email templates and get yourself on the road. Make a plan, make your list of steps, your workflow, so that you can deliver that client experience. But I truly believe you need to invest in a CRM right off the bat. I'm a huge Travel Joy fan. There's no secret about that. I honestly believe if you're not willing to spend what it comes out to like a dollar a day to run your whole business, you're probably not really that serious about running a business. In that case, you'd probably just go work under another agency (laughs) so that those types of expenses can be covered in some way. So I highly recommend a CRM and hopefully that CRM is going to give you tons and tons of tools. Travel Joy, I don't really need anything else in terms of the client work, 
But then I also love Trello, which is free. Trello is where all of my business information lives. That is where I organize my destination research. That's where I organize my contacts, my uh, my business blueprint, like fonts, colors, logo files, all that kind of thing. I do my agent onboarding in Trello. And then personally, even though Tra- TravelJoy has a great lead pipeline, I need mine separate. So I actually have my lead pipeline even in Trello because that's like my, I have sort of like a project project dashboard where everything goes, including all my inquiries and where they are. So every project for journeys, every project for Travel Biz Boss, anything else I'm doing is all on that dashboard. And those things a lot of times will link to different complete boards. But those are my two foundational systems. Trello is everything I'm doing, even with the clients, until we are invoicing for a fee or confirming a booking, then they move into TravelJoy. So Trello is the business side and TravelJoy is the client side. I think it's really important that you find the systems that work for you and with your brain, because there's plenty of people that hate Trello and they're not really into TravelJoy. They like a different look. They like a different feel. They like data presented to them in a different format. So find the thing that works for you and then just dive in and stick to it and make make sure you stay organized in those systems, whatever they are. That's great advice. And I, I think you're the first person I've had, say, to focus less on marketing than something else. But you're so right that you know return customers are more valuable than anything else. So don't spend your time trying to convince new people to come your way. Just give the people you have a really great experience. Yep. And I'm not saying don't market. You should use your social media accounts and everything to build authority. You do want to attract new leads. But if you attract new leads and then you don't deliver that client experience, that's all you're ever going to be doing. And it's going to feel like a grind. It's so easy when a client comes to you for the second, third, you know, I have clients that I've worked with for 15 years and we're just planning. There's no, if they're going to book it with me, there is no question about whether I'm going to get that business, you know, and even their referrals, I've already got a huge head start in terms of any type of competition because they have come to me because someone they trust recommended me way easier to build your business and way faster than just hustling, hustling, hustling for a new person that you have to get to know and introduce yourself and build the trust and all of those things. Absolutely. And for and for those who don't know what a CRM is or who have never heard of Travel Joy, could you describe a little bit about what, what that is, what it does for your business? Sure. And there is a little controversy sometimes about what a CRM is and what it means in other businesses, I think is a little different than in our industry. But typically a CRM is at the very least going to be your tool that you invoice clients with, that you track your sales and you can see a history of everything they've ever booked. Hopefully you can run financial reports. Um, In my case, what attracted me initially to TravelJoy years ago is that they have PCI compliant credit card authorizations, which are essential nowadays. You need that recorded IP address and the actual sign off, not just someone emailing you, hey, put it on my card. 
they can also, you know, the forms are secure that when you're collecting information like passport information, they have things you can, it's a form builder. So that's one less tool that you need. And in my case, it's huge because I can, I have all of my email templates loaded and then my workflows, many of the steps attached to the required email, and I can either fully automate or semi-automate those things. So the head start is enormous. Everything takes me seconds. I can even send travel prep emails from my phone if I haven't fully automated it in like three clicks. So if you can get something that's going to help you with your sales numbers and make sure you have a secure way to collect payment authorizations, and then also help you deliver that client experience we're talking about, that's magic. And then run your reports so you can see how you're doing and make projections and set your goals. That sounds fantastic. How many emails are you generally sending start to finish from when the client first maybe gets in touch with you to when they've returned from their trip? What's that journey like? Well... Oh, I've never added it up. Usually you're going to start with a welcome email. Thanks for submitting the form. Here's a link to schedule a call. Then I have a welcome email that sets the tone, explains to them how best to communicate with me, what I need to move forward. I get in front of things like how package pricing works. We're getting everybody's on the right mindset. And then you propose and then the travel prep stuff is usually at a minimum 60 days out, 30 days out. There's usually one about money that goes out, a bon voyage or have a great trip about a week out, flight check-in, reminder, welcome home. So we're thinking minimum 10, but sometimes there are more. Like I said, for cruise lines, I have a special email that goes out when they make their deposit and when, when they make their final. Actually, that's true of every type of trip. It's just not as detailed. I'd say minimum a dozen wow. and sometimes more. It depends on how far out it is too. Like I'm not going to pelt someone with all these emails if they book a last minute trip. I'll try to condense it, but that's not typical. So, I mean, just the, the workload alone, I mean, not only is it providing a better customer experience, but just the number of clients that you would be able to look after at a given time is it would be night and day. Exactly. So how many, cli- like how many clients can you comfortably work with, with these kinds of systems introduced? I hate to say a number because I've been doing this for a long time. Pre-pandemic, there wasn't a single day of the year that I didn't have people traveling. Wow. There was no time when no one was on the move. Uh, now I'm getting a little windows here and there, but I can see that <laughs> that quickly fading. <laughs> but because I've been doing it so long, and especially when it's cruises, I mean, I can pump out 60, 70 cruise cabins a month, depending on it. Wow. If that's the level that they're coming in. Wow. So it's a lot with experience and the systems. But I think having those systems will allow a newer advisor or just a little bit less experience maximize how many they can handle with ease and delivering that excellent and consistent client experience. Yeah, that's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Are there any other systems or optimization tools that you've introduced into your business over the years that have had positive impact? I've tried so many different things. <laughs> the, the way that I handle 
my Gmail inbox is part of my system. I think optimizing that is a big deal. And then I use the, you know, little tools for, for single purposes. I use a screen recorder. I use dub. I think loom is the most popular one. So to record tutorials or itinerary walkthroughs and sometimes travel document walkthroughs for my client, which helps my close rate when I go through an itinerary and I'm talking and they can see my face and I'm saying I chose this hotel because X, Y, Z, uh, it avoids a lot of the questions and back and forth. I'm always looking for what are the bottlenecks? What can I get in front of by using an email template? What question can I answer before the client even thinks of it? So any tool that I can use to do that, I'm doing. So the video is a great way to do it. Now I'm feeling like there's so much more, but my brain isn't. <laughs> they're just running automatically behind the scenes. So they're not at the top of mind. Yes. And like, there's a lot of Gmail add-ons. So like if, if a past client working with me for 15 years, I'm not sending them to an inquiry form. They email me, Hey, I'm looking at this cruise. I actually have an add-on that will put that email into a card in my Trello list. So it's in the new inquiry pipeline, you know, just little things that connect all of those dots and help things work together are really helpful. And on my Instagram, you will often find little tips and I will do video tutorials to show people how to use these things. Oh, auto text expander is a great one. So that's just a, an extension for Chrome. And you can, there are entire sentences that I'm just always writing. Like, it's great to hear from you. The best, and I'd love to help. The best way to get started is, you know, I have little codes, three or four letter codes that will populate those entire sentences. Even when I have um, different cruise amenities, like Norwegian has a choice offer. I have it all listed out, bullet pointed and everything in this auto text expander, all I have to do is hit CHC and the entire Norwegian choice promotion pops up. So shortcuts, all these little shortcuts to not repeat the same things over and over again are really the key for me. And they make such a difference. You know, when you hear about doing it once, it seems like that's silly. Why don't you just write out the sentence? But if you're writing that same sentence 30 times a day, five days a week, you know, imagine how much time you save after a while. It is. And the other thing is, if anyone is listening to this who already follows me, they know how I feel about paper, which is a big fat no. I used to be one of the people that had the notebook beside my computer and I wrote everything down and I told my ex-boss he could rip it from my dead cold fingers. I lived and died by that notebook. And then one day I would left on a trip and I forgot the notebook and it was awful. And I was like, never again. I want all of my notes accessible to me at all times from any device. And that is why I use Trello for a lot of stuff. And then TravelJoy, of course, as long as I have an internet connection, I can get my hands on those things no matter where I am. And that was actually going to be my next question because so often people that work and travel, they're on the move. So they don't necessarily have access to a computer or they're just, you know, running around on their phone. Are there any particular apps that you find, mobile apps in particular, that you find useful? And I'm curious what your note-taking, preferred note-taking app would be on, on a mobile phone as well. It's usually going to be Trello. Okay. Especially if it's for a client because they've got their own card and I'm just adding notes and or comments if I want them date stamped or attaching things or adding links of something I found. 
So in one card, I have links, I have notes, I have Google Sheets. If I'm doing a spreadsheet, everything's attached to that. You can also do that in Travel Joy in the notes. You can link things. But like I said, Trail is just easy for me. I use Google Keep a lot, especially for one thing I do for myself and I recommend it to my clients too, is I have a travel essentials checklist in Google Keep that I just uncheck everything after the trip and use it again for the next one. And then last time I was like, oh, I wish I had tweezers. So I just go in and I add tweezers to that ongoing list so that the next time I travel, I won't forget tweezers. So for checklists and things, I like Google Keep a lot. And there's also the extension on my desktop so I can use it either place. And we use that for grocery. My wife and I share the same one because you can share it with people. So if she's at the store, she can pull up the same list and check it off. And we both know what's been gotten and what needs to be gotten. I use my itinerary builder app. Of course, I can see where my clients are in all their documents. With access, I can add myself as a staff traveler. So they all pop up in my own app. And let's see. Obviously, my Gmail app. Oh, and G- and Google Drive, you know, all the Google tools are in there. But I would say mostly Keep and Trello and then just my Gmail app and my Calendly app. So I'm on top of consultations and things. And do, do you use Google Calendar much or how are you? What's your... Oh, for sure. I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, I use it for I live and die by it. I need that calendar. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Great. That's fantastic. I love, I love all the apps. I've, I use Trello myself, but I, I feel like I don't use it to its fullest potential. So you're definitely inspiring me to, to spend more time with it. I'll give you a quick example. There's a lot of automations that you can do. So when I book a trip, so it's in that new inquiry pipeline, right? When I book it, I click a box, that card moves to my assistant's to-do list and it adds all the checklists for everything that I need her to do. By me clicking one button that says booked, it moves where it needs to go and it loads all the checklists. That's great. Yeah, so that is huge. When you're collaborating, those automations, the different checklists that you can do is phenomenal. I was gonna tell you too, in terms of apps, when the pandemic started, I think a lot of people like myself really got clear on what have I been doing to myself? I was really overworked. I was on 24 seven. I decided I did not want to get my Gmail notifications anymore. But of course I need, if someone's traveling, I need to see their emails. If there's an emergency, I need to see that. So I created a system where I did filters in my Gmail box to forward to my iCloud account on my iPhone. So those things come through. So before someone leaves on a trip, I create a filter. If they email me, it's going to come through. I will see it, but I won't see anything else. I was, you know, supplier emails, all this junk, bing, bing, bing. These notifications were insane. And now I can never go back. I'm never going to just get notified of all my emails. So you can use the apps that you have. I mean, you could just get a Yahoo account or some silly thing and forward that way, but you only use it for that thing so that you're not so burnt out from constantly checking email. Now I check it several times a day myself on my own time and ingest all that information at once. Yeah, I removed notifications from my email a while ago and it just made 
such a difference because not only is it distracting, but you waste so much time because you're sat there, you read the email, you don't action anything necessarily, and then you go back and you read it again. And then you finally, so you're just duplicating your time or doubling your time spent doing emails. And I have a, a colleague of mine who is actually the first person I interviewed on the show, Candon Schwantes, and she has a philosophy of either I answer it right away or never. And I think that's a really good approach because then it's done when you read it the first time. Otherwise, it's not important enough to respond to. Well, not only that, but what would used to happen is someone could email me a simple question that wasn't urgent, but I couldn't stop thinking about it until I answered it. And it was silly. Yeah. But now that you say that, I'm not good about that. And Boomerang is a tool that I love a lot. So if I go through in the morning and I have a million emails, I'll boomerang the non-urgent ones for four hours later so that I can focus on what needs to get done first and then they come back. But also just for following up on things, I use it quite a bit. But sometimes I got I, I have to prioritize the day. So I have to push things to later and I don't want them in my face until I'm ready. Sure. Yeah. But I've loved the idea of having filters. I had I do have filters where certain emails go into certain folders depending on things, but I've never thought about applying a filter so that I would only be notified on my phone if, if a certain type of email came in. That's a very good idea. Thank you. Love it. Well, this has just been illuminating. I feel like I'm ready to sit down and get a spreadsheet out and figure out <laughs> what, what I can better organize in my life. This is fantastic. Do you have any last tips or nuggets of knowledge to share for anyone who is just trying to figure out how to get started in the travel agency space and how to work as efficiently as possible? Well, like I said earlier, it's really important that you find the tools that work with how your brain works. You need to don't fight your own nature. If you're a night person, don't try to be a morning person. Just go with when you are on at your best. Go with the tools that help you feel the most capable. But again, make sure that you're getting your system set up now before you're too busy. And then you get in that hamster wheel and make yourself miserable, burn out, and potentially leave the industry because you've just lost your mind. And then invest in yourself. If you're serious about being an entrepreneur and some people don't want to be an entrepreneur. And if that's not you, go find someone to work under. Like we have a team. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you need to invest in the tools, in the training, in all of the things that will be required to run a successful business. There is no barrier to entry in this business in the U.S. You can just say you're a travel advisor, but you can get yourself into a lot of trouble if you don't do things properly. So seek out training, mentorship, and invest in the tools that are going to help you reach success faster. That's fantastic. Really good, really good suggestions all around. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. If there's any listeners out there who would like to learn more about you, your business, purchase some of your templates, any of that, where is the best place for them to find you and do so? Well, you can find me on Instagram at travelbizboss. And then, of course, travelbizboss.com is my website where you can find everything that I'm working on. I'm actually going to have an updated website soon, but you can take a look and uh, see if anything catches your eye. And I'm also very happy to try to help you find the resources you need if it's not something I can offer because I stay pretty focused in the um, organization and productivity lane. 
Well, it's a good lane to be in. It's so important. (laughs) Thank you so much. And yeah, best of luck with everything. My pleasure. Anytime.